and I ran it. I just popped the hood. Then hit it with a hammer. Run. I did hit it with a hammer. <laughs> it wasn't running. So a uh, little disclaimer: please don't hit shit with hammers. Yeah. Um, if you don't, unless you're Jeremy Clarkson, or me. Honestly, hit it with a hammer all you want. It just may or may not fix it <laughs> if you don't hit it in the right place. Yeah. Welcome back to the Dirt Drive Podcast. This week, we go over how to get their shit boxes ready for preseason. What's up, guys? I'm Tim. Ah. We got Trevor. Yep. PJ on the intro. What's up? <laughs> it's not his real voice. And we got Please Tom. do the whole episode yep. in that voice. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> I like the jaw movement. You guys can't see the jaw movement. I have to gyrate. <laughs> the mustache really accentuates it too. It just makes it that one so much better. How now, bro? Oh, cow. shit. I got to be now, brown cow. <laughs> uh, but today is February 26th. And uh, before. God, Jesus <laughs> First day? You idiot. <laughs> Fail. Before before we started recording, um, Tom and Trevor were out in the garage getting their, getting Tom's shit ready to. Hopefully, trying to sure. diagnose his shit. Yeah, no, no, we'll no, go with not, not getting wheeling. ready, trying it's to figure out if it blew up or not. Ready. Trying to, for try, those of you listening, quote, those are quote, air quotes. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> trying to diagnose it for the wheeling season yeah. coming up on us quick. Yeah, nothing like a preseason testing tune to blow your shit up. Yeah. yeah. Can so, we fix it? No, no we it's can't. <laughs> Three tools. <laughs> Trevor? No, no. Matches? Gasoline and Geico, because that shit is fucked. <laughs> it also would help if it was insured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I think I just need new heads. Yeah, but we, we did our, our preseason shakedown, found out Trevor's, or Tom's shit's fucked. Trevor's yeah. shit still doesn't run. No, I, 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 Trevor's shit is still stuck in the parking lot. Yeah. It, it runs, runs and drives. Um, but this is, this, we're going to yeah. go over what we need <laughs> to do, Stop. what you need to do. Very well. <laughs> Uh, what you need to do to get your shit yep. ready for the season, what you need to go over and dig through. Yeah. Um, which is good because we've got PJ here, Tom here, who are the the the, the tech guys. Sure. They're, they've got your your 21-point checklist. Experts. Experts. Number one, don't break it the previous season. Don't break it on your testing tune. Yeah, that too. So yeah, if there's tip. something wrong. Pro tip. Tom is 0 for 2 on that one. <laughs> if there's something wrong, I will find it. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh P- my God. Yeah, PJ if, will find it. If this uh, if this episode and conversation seems too technical and you're uh, local, just give us a call. If PJ you're not will local, be more than happy to find every little bit wrong with your Jeep, and we'll yell at him. And thank thank God our our customers are actually appreciative of the fact that PJ finds everything <laughs> yeah. that's wrong with it. Hey PJ, like this Jeep's here for a simple oil change and tire rotation. Well, you know, you know here's your for eighty seven thousand dollars <laughs> worth of rust repairs. Got you. Hey, when's the last time they did anything on this? Uh, like five days ago. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. it needs all of it again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, on, on that point, I think just general maintenance is definitely where, oh, yeah. where people... Consistent general yes. maintenance. You, you, yeah. should, you should definitely look over your rig after every trip. Yes. yes. Clean like, it like, like after a, every trip. Yes, wash it, clean it after oh. every trip. A, a general, like, check the oil. Yep. Check your engine oil, check your transmission. Yeah. I think... Uh, uh, check your diff fluid. Ev- yes. Even... Even if you spend a ton of money and have the best rig out there, it's still a lot of work and yep. stress mechanically on the on the vehicle. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, even even just the dirt road running, you know, for our local guys, the flagpoles, the the national forest roads, that stuff 
is sneaky about how much it beats your catches up on you. Yeah. So we had we had Mackenzie's Jeep out um, at Overland Expo. Uh We I'm like, oh, cool, nothing wrong. We were driving to Chinese food one night, going to get dinner, and she's like, the Jeep feels funny, and I'm like, oh, what? Like I did nothing feels, feels like my ex no, Feels like a Jeep. Well, well fe- <laughs> we were driving nothing more than like worse than our driveway. We did yeah. we did it with uh, with Sean. Yep. But that was enough yep. to uh, blow out a, a tie rod. Yep. Just something little, and yep. and it was some like we diagnosed it in the I diagnosed it in the parking lot of the yep. Chinese food place. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I think people forget too is you know if your diff goes underwater, check yeah. your diff because yep. you know. It could Axle have seals are good, but they're not perfect. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so where where I start is the first thing I do after this is after every trip, but really when you store it for the winters, you you gotta wash it. Yeah, oh, you gotta yeah. wash it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think too, which is severely overlooked. People don't wash their stuff, and yeah. when I wash my Jeep, I lay on my back yeah. with the pressure washer well, and really get up in there. Yeah, and that, wash that's what it is. Down. is people wash yeah. their vehicles, but they don't always think like, oh. I got to really get in the nooks and crannies under here. They yeah. wash the exterior. They'll give the frame a good blast, but there's a lot of stuff under there where mud and all that crap can hide. Well, then the, the thought process is I'll take it to flagship. They got the yep. undercarriage wash. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do anything. Boom. That yeah. coats it lightly it just with some water. It. I think the, the biggest problem, especially for us here, is like our mud is thick. clay. It's clay. Yeah. And when it dries, it might as well be concrete. Yeah. And like, I think that. That really screws up a lot of people because it. Andrew Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> AK. Yes. Yeah. yeah our, our, Travis. AK Travis. D- Darwin's was actually pretty clean. That's because Darwin's anal about. He gets yeah. in there with a toothpick. Well, I also I, I feel like his, his entire Jeep is covered in like tire shine, so everything just slides off of it anyway. Yeah. This Jeep was still dirty even after he took it to yeah. the car wash. Every day. Well, yeah, it's just every day for you a week. Can't, yeah. You can't get into everything no. and like. The car washes don't understand yeah. where everything. Well, especially gets. if it's an automated one, like yeah. it's not, it's not going to yeah. do what it needs to. I, I think the the biggest things that people overlook is like the wheels and the brakes and the axles. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things will show with very minimal oil leak. You know, if you have a cracked housing or a bent tube or mm-hmm. bad axle seal or a bad U joint, like all that stuff. It, when it's packed and caked with mud, you won't notice that it's bad until it's really bad. Yep. And that's like if you keep that stuff clean, that will that will keep you on the road at yeah. least. Oh yeah. Uh, if you have the ability, and I understand not everyone does, but if you do, take your wheels off too. Like if you're gonna clean yeah. them, like take them off. And yeah, clean it's not them it's not a bad thing. It's you know you make get sure in, your wheel weights stayed on. What are you doing? I gotta fix my mic. Yeah, you make sure Don't your wheel me. weights stay on. You know, a lot of mud's gonna get caked into your lug nuts and all that. So like, just take off what you can if you have the ability to. Yeah, because you'll find a lot of stuff packed into a lot of yeah. weird places. Take your Jeep apart. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what, yeah. Pull the motor. Completely pull the train. in your driveway. Fuck the HOA. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I'm pressure washing, I do focus on the. Yeah. Um, the brake, the brake assemblies. Yes, I spend five minutes on each brake assembly, making sure I can see yep. not enough, 10, the 10 shiny minutes. rotor and, and see the the shiny part of the inside of the wheel. I think too another one that gets overlooked in the washing process is like you got especially with mud, you got to pre rinse, yep. and then use some sort of degreaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not just the rinse because like if you let that dirty water dry, you're just gonna have the same dirt that was mm-hmm. there before. So, like, you got to rinse the heavy stuff off and then get some sort of 
degreaser, purple power, simple green, you know, stuff that's available everywhere and just soak everything in it. Let it sit for a couple minutes. And like the suds, the suds are great. That actually lifts all the dirt Mm -hmm. and then power wash that from there and that will help a lot you it'll know be, water. it'll be multiple times like it's oh not yeah a, it's not a yeah it's not a one, one and, and done. done yeah um and if you have an older jeep a tj rinse out your frame rail do yourself yes. a favor yeah Please, for the every time. time yeah <laughs> yeah you, you gotta get uh, even rails. if you just go to the gas station and come home rinse out your yeah. frame rail you know yeah. honestly this whole episode <laughs> is just going to convince people to not go off road yeah <laughs> for real yeah <laughs> that's uh, our whole podcast no no i think i think we do a good job at making the work seem fun this is this is the not fun side of off roading. Yeah. Get, get get yourself a Tyvek suit, some dive goggles, <laughs> a whole body condom. But but <laughs> if you do it right, you will have a lot of fun for many many years. Yes, because yes. oh yeah, which because I do it wrong and I still have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And, my pressure washer has been broken for six months. <laughs> No, you can blame my wife you, for that. You also, She's the one that ripped you the starter, also bought your Jeep for seven hundred dollars. This Fair. is for the people that bought, you know, sixty thousand dollar JL Rubicons and yeah. dumped another fifteen. Well, no, grand this is into this them. is this is for everyone because oh, no, no, it's for everyone. Even the seven hundred dollar Jeep, you still need to wash and clean. Yeah, and do yeah unless you want to buy a seven hundred dollar Jeep every, every year. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know it's if you, especially you know, when you have a nice vehicle, you've spent a lot of money on. That's, like, that's the secret. Just buy a new Jeep every yeah, season. Yep. Fuck <laughs> washing it. Just <laughs> buy a new Jeep. It's too bad XJs aren't seven hundred dollars yeah, anymore. Buy, buy it in January. Wheel it from March until November. <laughs> sell it and buy another one. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's that's, yeah. that's the the pro tip. I wash every nook and cranny. Thanks for tuning in. But then after, yep, <laughs> have a nice day. Just wash your Jeep, folks. <laughs> after you wash, it's really it, that's when I start like engine down. What do you mean? Like like engine compartment. And oh. then I work my way down through the vehicle. Oh, yeah. After I wash. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, as far as like checking your fluids and checking for new leads yeah. and fluids and I mean, the general person may not like get the nuances of like fluid colors and smells and whatnot and like what to look for. Um and if it is your daily driver, like keeping up on a, on, on your oil change is yep. great. If it's a daily and your your wheel it, I would say throw mileage out the window and like Every year, preferably preseason, change that diff fluid. Oh, yeah. Yep. Diff fluid is definitely a big one that's overlooked. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I think the, the factory manual officially says every 60,000. Mm-hmm. 30, like, 30 if it's heavy duty use, right? Do, yep. uh, yeah. So 30 if it's heavy duty and, and towing, which, like, most people are going to look at that and go, oh, I don't tow. Like, like, this isn't heavy duty. It's a Jeep. It's built for this. And it's like, well, you're, you're, Every other weekend trail ride yeah. is worse than towing every day. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, especially especially for the people who buy their rigs used to, mm-hmm. because a lot of people when you buy them, like they have no idea when the last time a service was done. Yeah. Oh, you got to so, go through the whole thing when you buy yeah, used. But that's the Do thing, everything. right? It's like, but the diffs are like that big thing where yeah. you ask people, like, "Hey, when's the last time it was done? Uh, you have to change that. Like, it's got oil in there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so if AKA you're just buying a used there. vehicle. Go through all your fluids, Shots just fired. first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluids is definitely a big one. Air filters, another one that gets. I feel like gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. Get uh, a snorkel, <coughs> so PJ can install it. Don't <laughs> oh, 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 controversy, <laughs> controversy, because we have team snorkel and team non-snorkel. Don't get a snorkel. Ooh. Oh, I, I just, I'm Why just not? here to drive business Ooh. to the shop. <laughs> I, I understand a snorkel from like get your air intake in the clean air, but for. The JK that goes to the fucking mall and like the cove. There's not that much fucking dust at the cove. No. 
What, what fucking times have you been to the what coke? What trails have you been I driving? S- I was going to say, yeah, I but still a- have dust in my truck. Not not enough for a snorkel. because Scrappy my- was <clears throat> melted down and there's still dust inside my, it. My Cherokee, I checked the air filter two days ago. I haven't changed the air filter in two Uh It was 2020 because I wrote 2020 COVID on there on my air filter. <laughs> the bins directly behind me of all of our camp cooking would beg oh, to differ on yeah. the level of dust. Yeah. And they're not but even on the trail with us. My air filter in my Cherokee is still white after going to the cove. It, it wise wheels primarily the cove. It's still white. It's the cheap I, one. Oh, you it. know what it is, though? He's always trail. He's always the trail guide. That may be it. Yeah. He's always the trail guide. I'm yeah. always the leader. That could yeah. also be it. But oh. I, yeah. like, I don't feel like no, there's that's, that much dust on, if you're off, main, you're not off the main roads. <laughs> yeah. It, like on the main roads, there's there's dust. I'll, on the I'll main roads, there's okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's when I'll, you're I'll on the that. trails. Yeah, there's not a lot of dust because it's low speed. We're doing and it's rocky and it's wet. It's usually wet. Yeah. We're doing three miles an hour. That's not enough to kick kick up dust. We're on the main Race roads. We're doing car. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's not. It's not going to be like so. Your snorkel is going to help Johnson Valley. Dust, Thirty seconds. But. When you're doing high speeds on the main roads, going back and forth to the cove, but what? A, but look, but you're also not going underwater, PJ. Say, but what happens when I'm I? No, worried about going crossing. underwater. Why do you like, want that cold air? Why do you like snorkels? That doesn't. It doesn't bring that. Hearse much cold purrs. Air in. It's all about the hearse purrs. No, it doesn't bring it's that much. So cold much air better. In. And that's you, why you could, get a you snorkel and a, stickers. That's, that's why I have hood louvers, the snorkel cowl. The hood louvers. Your hood louvers are not for air intake. They're for getting hot air out. Yes, for exactly. evacuating hot air. Yeah, but that keeps the air going into the engine cooler. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Points. <laughs> Mechanic. Ding. <laughs> um, it's like I know what I'm doing. But no, like. And would you like, like to offer even, a dissenting remark? And it still sits at 210. <laughs> even. We need to get you one <laughs> of them. Liter. We need to get you one of them fancy thermostats. No, no, no. As we learned from Gear Monkey Racing, we got to get one of those backseat heater cores. Yeah. yeah. Um, even Radiator. with, even with, uh, <laughs> the snorkel, like, okay, cold air, but you could do like a cowl intake. You could do something that's not fucking hideous. PJ's isn't hideous. PJ's is a cowl a intake. That's a cowl intake. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a snorkel. It's a snorkel. It is a snorkel. Yes, it is. I, I think it's something completely different. It's Snorkels go up your fucking windshield. They're like it's an elephant still a trunk. snorkel. Some it's just snor- a goddamn difference snorkel. In Some snorkels go up your windshield. <laughs> I, I refuse to get a, a windshield snorkel. one. Yeah, because I don't need one. I'll like call that. that. I'll call that a cowl intake. Does anybody have any popcorn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> nope. Snorkels are fucking elephant trunk up here on their goddamn roof. No, no. But, There's no need for gotta, that. You got to turn area. it around the other way no, so it doesn't not. ingest all the dust. <laughs> yeah, it faces backwards. So yeah. yes, yeah. for your you have a cowl intake. Snorkel. That's fine. Not a snorkel. <laughs> snorkel. I'll agree to disagree with you, Tim. Not a snorkel. <laughs> snorkel. Snorkels are hideous. Well, snorkels. How, are, how, 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 how long before listeners start going? Is that how you say that word? Cowl? No, snorkel. Oh. You ever done that before? You say a word so much snorkel, you start going, snorkel, snorkel. that sounds weird. Well, no, Snorkels, we, 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 need to do what Snorkels. we need to do what every other content creator does. If you guys Superman's can put it in the comments. Cousin, snorkel. Is a cowl in Spotify doesn't have comments. Send me a message on Instagram. Okay, yeah, fine. No, blow up Tim's Instagram. Bitch. I want everybody to blow up the Instagram. And all at, you do is say at snorkel. The dirt drive, at the so dirt drive. Tim, so Just Tim gets snorkel. nothing. Uh, nothing but comments. Yeah, comment on the YouTube too. Yeah, uh, that's fine. YouTube, please works. tell us is a cow- cowl intake considered <laughs> snorkel? Specifically, the River Raider one. That's what, uh, no, that's yeah, what it's way has. too specific. That's a cowl intake. <laughs> it's a snorkel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna set you on fire. I'm gonna go three v one. You're lost. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm, uh, so th- this is. 
this might not be the most professional way to decipher this. It's probably the least professional but way to I, decipher this. But if I if I go to like Quadratech and I look up snorkels <laughs> and it gives me a cowl induction intake as an option, snorkel. it's a snorkel. Okay, maybe. Traditionally, traditionally a snorkel is like a Toyota 4Runner you know, with a goddamn windshield you, elevator you know, trunk. You know who? No, that's an overlander. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we need some Australians to weigh in on this. Oh, If anybody has any Australian friends, the Australians. where, where, where do you guys draw your line at the snorkel? Is it halfway up the windshield? The, below the windshield or above, above the windshield? windshield? What happens if it's all the way up? Like, what happens if it's like four feet, like tube sock underwater oh. So, so like, What happens if it's like... That's a, a breathing eight, apparatus? Yeah, I was say, what if it's like an eight foot tall snorkel? That's a scuba. <laughs> so the guys... The guys... Oh! 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 The mud trucks that run the air uh, intakes Look at that. What does that word say? Look at that. What does that word say? Does that say snorkel? Sure, it says snorkel. Yes, That's, it does. It's below the windshield. It's still snorkel? Night from Hawk Off Road, nineteen ninety seven to two thousand six. TJLJ Wrangler Expedition Snorkel, three hundred and thirty dollars oh, and ninety nine cents online. Got to pay. That's like that's like. You know what? Overrated. So you know what? We're gonna write a review so right can, now as I hold this phone and just say snorkel? this is snorkel, a snorkel. Snorkel, 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 <laughs> snorkel, 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 snorkel. Can, can I put an asterisk next to mine? I'll, I'll asterisk it now. Below the windshield, asterisk, not a cowl intake. Below the windshield, snorkels are fine. <laughs> Above the windshield, snorkels are fucking hideous. Sure, from an aesthetic standpoint, I agree with you, but from a function standpoint, <laughs> they still work. They do the same thing. Uh. Yeah. Well, but, I, but if it's below the windshield, it looks better. If it's above the windshield, I want to set it on fire. All right. That's, so anyway, make sure you opinion. change your diff fluid when yeah. you uh, get <laughs> yeah, back from yeah. the trail. Here you go, Tim. So thanks thanks for listening to our mini episode on snorkels. <laughs> yeah. Protect your TJLJ Wrangler drivetrain from water while trail riding by installing a Hawk Off-Road River Raider snorkel system. Our system moves the air intake to your cowl. <laughs> Not only keeping water out of your engine, but also pulling cooler air in from outside your engine bay. It's a below the windshield snorkel. There you go. I'll, I'll rename it. It'll compromise. No, I, below this, the windshield snorkel. This is snorkel. like a square rectangle situation. A cowl <laughs> intake is a snorkel. But not a all snorkels. A square is a rectangle. But not all snorkels oh, are cowl, cowl intakes. intakes. Correct. Look, I have a snorkel extension. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's going to have an aneurysm and a stroke. It's called a snorkel. I'm gonna Listen set you that. on fucking fire. He's he's a fucking teapot. I'm gonna set you on fire. He's as, he's as red as a teapot. He is. The, Tim's ginger is really what coming out. What were we talking about? Me over snorkels. This is our episode of snorkels. <laughs> so anyway, and how great they are. So, Below the windshield, snorkels are fine. So anyway, cowl intakes. Oh my God. So anyway, basic vehicle maintenance. It's a snorkel. That's what I just. A cowl intake is a okay, snorkel. Fine. A cowl intake. <laughs> That's is what a our snorkel. argument has, has been. Uh, a cowl intake is a snorkel. Fine. You win. <laughs> anyway, pre-trip maintenance. Right. Um, Change your fluids. Check your we tire talk, pressure. Well, we we're talking sure about your jam nuts are tight. Tell Tim Have it's a, a snorkel. Nice day. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about air filters. I'll put a I'll put a sticker on my my so, yes. snorkel cap so, that says hashtag not a snorkel. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll Just pay, for you. I'll pay for the sticker. <laughs> I mean, I think I and then, think and air filters. Every, are we need still... to like like sticker slap every snorkel we uh, ever find. Oh yeah. Hashtag not a snorkel. If it's below the windshield, it's not a snorkel. Cowl intake. Cowl intake. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a cheap like <sighs> scuba set and just drive around the cove with a snorkel. In I'm my scuba mouth. Steve. I mean, he he's got a point. I the the air filter may be more of a regional thing. 
like yeah. like you said, like oh, 100%. John, like Johnson Valley, right? Like you, you go out for thirty I, minutes I, I and you need to change your air filter. Like like it's it's one of those things when it clogs, like oh, the yeah. average person won't notice it. Yeah, yeah. but then like there, I mean, I, maybe I'm weird, but every time I change oh, my weird. oil. I it, I check it. It feels it's every every other ch- every other oil change. I change an air filter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I was like, sometimes that little bit of maintenance is just enough to make the vehicle feel better. Makes it happy. Mm. You know, it's 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 like as a human, right? Like okay, if you have baby. a cold, where like you're not you necessarily your down. Yeah. Like you're you're congested and you're like oh, I don't feel great, and then you blow your nose and you're like, oh my god, that's what that's what I needed. Or like, yeah. you know, you eat that slightly expired yogurt and you just can't figure out what's wrong all day, and then you just, <laughs> and you're just like, oh what? yeah, yeah. The I feel does that much have to better. do with air filters? Because you're clogged up. What, what just, kind you need of that analogy? Is so that? so I was going to talk about. So is that about changing so you know the that oil? Time you, so when you're no. changing the oil, you're letting your your engine just shit no, itself. No, no, no. You're unclogging yourself. <laughs> So I was gonna I was gonna ref, like reference a house air filter. You can hear when your your house oh, air 100%, filter needs to be yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah, same oh, thing. Because I'm a thousand miles over my 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 monthly fucking shit. So Jeep's got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you Listen, can, and then you feel better. Oh my you, you god! You can you can hear when your house air filter needs to be changed because it runs more often. Right. When you change your house air filter, your system runs better. So that's that's the importance. Wow, look at Tim with the intelligent analogy. Listen, motherfucker. It's better than your diarrhea. In, what, what, what is your engine? What's an engine? An it's air a, pump. It's an air pump. Yeah. So to, Wow, big brain Tim today. Yeah, so so to make an air pump run more efficiently, you have to have clean air and an unclogged filter. Oh. Change you're, your diapers, you're, 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 No, you're 100%. Yeah, <laughs> change change your vehicle's diaper. So me and Tom are talking about airflows, and Trevor and PJ are talking about shitting themselves. Tom I mean, I brought it up. Jesus, I'll take the I'll take the blame. I brought that up. Uh, What's next? Where do we go after airflows? Yeah, air filters. Uh, uh, another one that I think gets overlooked: interior maintenance wipers. Ah, yeah, wipers yes. so make sure oh you God. wipe its ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wipe your car's ass. Where's this the car? Is, are we wiping the muffler? I didn't realize we were on Ohio because this train is way off the rails. <laughs> oh, too soon, too soon. Zing! Ain't no federal aid coming for that one, boys. Shout out to East Palestine. <laughs> Pour one out. Uh, real cheap real yes, estate, though. Wipers. Oh my god! It's free real estate. Yeah, there's no nothing. Wipers. There's nothing worse. Yeah. Then being in the middle of the trail, you get splashed by the person in front of you or yourself. Yeah, and you just and smear you go, the mud across. <laughs> Shout out to Scrub Blade. Yes. Oh, I love those Scrub yeah, Blades. They're so good. They are so nice. Uh, Quadratex, send so yeah, a check, bro. Yeah, yeah, yearly windshield wipers, a must on a trail rig yeah. Oh, yeah. or a race car or anything. Like And good ones. Uh, I was cheap out. I forget whose it was. I was test driving a customer car the other day and like caught one of those sprinkles. Like, oh, just, like yeah. a little sun shower deal. And like I hit the wipers and it just smeared Ugh. the dust because like we had that construction going on next yeah, to the yeah. shop, so it just smeared dust and water. And it was actually like I couldn't see. Yeah, shout and out, then, shout out Amazon and Optics Plaza for fucking that one up. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but yeah, it's like wipers are definitely I feel like overlooked. Um, the other, other one that's overlooked is I know I don't put a lot of miles on my Jeep, but I put a lot of hours on my Jeep. Mm-hmm. I check my spark plugs every year. Yeah, for yep. for yeah. for gum and gunk and make sure they're not wet. That's a huge one. Yep, is if you got a wet spark plug, you got a big issue. Yeah, I mean that's unfortunately not super easy on a lot of the modern Jeeps specifically. Yeah. Um, the Toyotas aren't terrible, but like, that's how you get diaper rash? Yeah, 
a wet spark plug. <laughs> Hello, Father. Check my diaper, Father. I've got diaper rash. Thank you, Father. It's four liters, man. <laughs> they just they, they got do, all kinds of problems. They do leak a lot. Yeah, they, they do. They got they those have, those they rear mains. <laughs> they have blowouts. Those, those, those rear main seals really really seep quite a bit. Yes, yes, uh, father. It's seeping, father. Not nearly as bad as the uh, three six oil filter adapter yeah. housing. Yeah, well, that's a blowout. Yeah, those are blowouts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, so few of us are about to have children. So this is really hitting yeah, home di- right diaper now. Diaper talk is not diaper talk. <laughs> it's not going to be a weekly weekly. Uh, Hopefully that's not. A, that's a that's a sp- our spinoff. Yeah, the d- dirt nerds diaper talk. Well, that puts a different spin on dirtier nerds. <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> um, so spark plugs. Dirt spark nerds. What, what, are you, what are you checking on spark plugs? Uh, so if you want to get technical, gap is a big one. Yep. Um, if you want to get really technical, we can start talking about color and how it's running. Um, if you have a more modern vehicle, unless Kids you have unless you have a serious mechanical issue with your engine, Baby gap. you're not going to really see. Do not let the intrusive <laughs> thoughts take over, PJ. Too late. That's how PJ lives his fucking life. Uh, PJ is one. I cannot help it, good sir. PJ, Uh, his whole existence is a church of thoughts. I don't, uh, unless you have a major mechanical issue, you're not going to see too much differing in spark plug. But a lot of carbon buildup is an issue. (sighs) You you really don't these days with how high compression the motors are (laughs) and with the ethanol. Spark plugs typically come out pretty clean. Like they burn the electrodes out before they foul. So, like your XJ. Right, like if you have bad valve guide seals, your your shit will gunk up and carbon yeah. up within six months, and it will run perfectly normal. Until, <laughs> and then you pull those plugs, and you go, "Ooh, those are gross." Put yeah. fresh ones in, and it runs better. Yeah, which, JKs, which, is, which is why I make it a yearly thing with mine. Is sure. Because, oh yeah. Because with the older, it's not non-emissions, but it's right lo- a lot less emissions stuff. Yeah. Is it doesn't run as hot? It doesn't doesn't do these things that the newer vehicles yep. do. So yep. So for your older vehicles, checking spark plugs yep. annually is yeah, it's oh, a yeah. big one. And thankfully, it's easy. I mean, like yeah. the the three six and the JKs and even the JLs, like that motor runs pretty clean. Um, and like we've pulled spark plugs out at service interval of 110, 120, and it's like. Holy shit! How is this thing running? Because there's just no spark. Like the ends are just melted right off because they've been running so clean and so hot for so long. It's like yeah, like there's nothing. There's nothing to save it. Um, so yeah, it's that's definitely a big one. It, it, it is a little bit bigger of a job to check them. Yeah. Than like just pulling a dipstick. Um, but for the older vehicles like like mine, yeah. yours, yeah, yeah. I, I, even I mean, depending yeah. on your level of oh, yeah, small comfort, easy, yeah. Um, your comfort and ability and tools, um, it's definitely a, a doable one. I I don't know if I put it high on the uh, the DIY checklist. Yeah, not not the basic, not your average Joe guy. Yeah, but like like if you have some mechanical inclination, inclination yeah, or you're able to use YouTube and you're comfortable yep. with a, a socket set, yep, it's something that's not horribly difficult if you don't have to take the intake manifold off the check. Correct. Yeah, yeah. On a four liter, you could you could probably train anything with thumbs to change spark plugs. <laughs> yeah, like my Sonata, you got to take the upper intake right. manifold off. I don't know if the, the JKs are the, the JK, same way. Uh, only for the driver side. Yeah, so you don't want but, yeah. you don't want to take the upper intake right. manifold off. Right. But if it's thirty dollars in uh, seals, like in upper intake manifold seals, yeah, 
then it may be worth it if you if you can watch a YouTube video and can figure it out. Yeah, it's not it's not an overly complicated job at all. Um, it's if you're not detail oriented, you'll get yourself into trouble because there's a lot like there's yeah. connectors, there's vacuum lines. Like you got to make sure you put all that stuff back when you take the intake off. But it is it is definitely like spark plugs could be done at home by a DIY person on a JK. It's not as simple as pull the dipstick or pull yeah. a drain plug yeah. or you know like changing your oil on any vehicle is the simplest thing you can do and it's the best way to get started um spark plugs on a four liter in my opinion fall like if you can change your oil you can change spark plugs on a four liter yeah uh, especially the early ones that are distributors do them one at a time yep Make sure you put you put the wire back after you yep. take the wire off, pull the plug, put yep. the wire on, or uh, install the new plug, yeah. put the Make wire. Make sure you on. have the gap checker. Yeah, I was gonna say get get the gap tool, the spark plug gapper, and like and because that's a big one. PJ learned that the hard way when you put new spark plugs in one, and it had a cylinder four misfire, and the gap was oh. all the way closed. Well, and I'm I'm cheap, so when I bought my spark plugs last time, I stood in the checkout line, and while I was waiting for the guy in front of me, I was <laughs> gapping them in the checkout line. Yeah. And then put the and, gapper then, and back. then I put the fifty cent gapper back because I didn't want to buy a fifty cent gapper. The guy, the, don't be like Tim. The, the guy, no, the, the guy at the auto pass counter is like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I don't want to buy it, and I'm not. I I guarantee you, I'm not going to drop. Well, now them. it's used, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, the irony is, you drop it on the way out of the store yeah. and then go back and buy the gapper. Go borrow that again. Yeah, I th- I think uh, probably a big one, especially for people who are like in Tim's position where it's a dedicated trail rig and it doesn't run very frequently. Go out and run it. Go yeah. out and move yep. it. Get it up to Espe- Especially, you know, during the winter months where it's literally just sitting, yeah. you're not I mean, using I feel it. like I feel like people who have dedicated <laughs> trail rigs are yeah. pretty mechanically inclined. Well, but you may like, you may it, have it, like a newer person who's never had a sure. dedicated or, or rig. Or if before. it's if it's not a if it's not a daily and you yeah. drive it on the weekends. Yes. yes. I, I think yeah. Make I, sure you drive it on the weekends. Yeah. And get it up to ten. Like don't don't just go for the ten minute drive up the road yeah. and then ten minutes back and that's it. Like yeah. Take it if you can. Take yep. it on the highway, yeah. twenty thirty minutes. Get, like, all, get get through all the gears. Let it sit at temp. Let it cool down. Give your brakes a good. Yeah, it's stomping. Yeah, yeah. brake fluid's another one. So I mean, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say for, for, in the engine compartment. Let's go engine compartment. Where are you going next after spark plugs? Uh, probably brake fluid and and washer fluid to go with the wipers. Yeah, yeah. my Top washer fluid washer is cracked. Yep. Because uh, that's another one. Like if you, you know, maybe in July. Ran out of wash fluid and in a pinch threw water in and forgot about it. And that shit froze over the winter and yeah. now your reservoir is cracked. Yep. Like, you don't want to find that stuff out on the trail when you have a muddy windshield and you can't get it clean. Uh, brake fluid is basically, if, if your brake fluid is low, you have a bigger mechanical issue because brake fluid doesn't disappear. <laughs> so well, you're, you're, pat, you're the low on pads, front and rear. And your your pistons are all the way out because that's what it was in my little car. Sure, I had a yeah. brake light on my little car, and it was yeah. just because I needed pads desperately. Well, yeah, but even at that, like that means your reservoir probably started low because like yeah. your your max and your min your min should be able to cover pistons full extension. all the way out on all four. Um, yeah. So like, I mean, if if you're between that max min line, you're good. If you're below min, you got to get fluid, and it should be relatively clear maybe a little bit of like tan if it's a like if it's dark if you can't see through your brake fluid like i i hate being that shop that's like you need a brake flush but that's that's why like that when that fluid gets dark it's full of moisture and like the moisture boils so like 
you know, back in the day, you used to hear like, oh, my brakes boiled. And it's like that fluid under pressure, that water literally gets so hot, it boils it off and it creates steam and air bubbles. And that gives you the spongy pedal. Like that's why brake flushes exist. It's one of the few fluid flushes that I like actually say you should do. Every 30,000 miles, yeah, definitely do a brake flush. Um, Coolant is a big one. But again, like if you do drive it often, like... One, don't open your radiator if it's hot. Like, that's obviously don't a big do one. Please, do that. please um, do not do that. <laughs> so, but the other side of that is... Check your radiator. I was, Check your radiator. A lot of people will look at the overflow and be like, I'm good. But that overflow is just that. It's an overflow. So fluid goes in it. It doesn't always come out. Like, unless you have a massive air pocket. And, like, the JKs are designed where if you end up with a vacuum in your cooling system, which is possible, it will suck fluid back in because that's like yeah. critically, oh, fuck, there's a major problem and we need more coolant. Uh, but like just because that, that that overflow reservoir is showing max doesn't mean your radiator is full. Um, so make sure it's cool. So, yep. And then pull, pull the cap pull off. The cap you should off. be able to see fluid right there. Uh, and that kind of goes for all vehicles. The JK's tend to be more problematic with that for some reason. I don't quite know why. Uh, I haven't... Like, the JK cooling system is a nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just it's just a weird... And I, I, I think it's a more modern system, like, where, like, your XJ's got... Hot, thir- it's just hot. It's just, got, <laughs> yeah, it's just hot. It's, <laughs> but it's got, it's got four pipes and, like, three appliances. Yeah. Where like the JKs run yeah. coolant through everything. It's got, it's got my heater core behind the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> my massive heater core because uh, I like to stay nice and warm. Uh, <laughs> but like the uh, what's it called? Uh, there's there's just a lot more moving parts. <laughs> you, you saw you saw that too. Oh, I thought you were about to rip that shit right across the table, dude. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you I just wrapped your... up there, bud. I did. Yeah. Oh. I think there's some slack in that. Yeah, Hello. Uh, <laughs> now I'm stuck. This week, we'd like to thank our partner over at Rocktrix Wheels. Rocktrix has been independently manufacturing parts and accessories for the off-road industry for well over 10 years. Rocktrix offers the best high-quality, high-strength aluminum wheels for all your off-road needs. You can use Dirt Drive, that's Dirt Drive, for 5% off your entire order on the website. You can find their website linked in today's show notes. Thank you, Rocktrix, for supporting today's show, and thanks to all of our listeners for supporting companies that support us. Joints no longer functioning like they used to? Struggling to perform even in the lightest of loads? Do you fall short of expectations? You may be suffering from DD, drive shaft dysfunction. Call Adam's Drive Shaft to get your shaft fixed up right and back in the game, the off-road game. Their high-quality shafts and attention to detail is second to none. That's if you want a woody. Call Adams or go online to use your discount code Dirt Drive for fifteen percent off your order. Great. <laughs> we are professionals. Uh, we are farmers. So yeah, I mean I, the, the the fluid thing is definitely, I think, in my opinion, the biggest because that. What are you laughing at? I had. <laughs> you got to get situated, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not all of us are comfortable sitting in one position for five hours. <laughs> Yeah, we've already we've already been doing this for what three? Yeah. Uh, the the fluids are that's a big the gamer because like that's that's the yep. if you get to that early enough that will save you so many headaches later. Oh, yeah. um, and then the belt is probably the last thing I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else, no so, matter how so well I've got you a, maintain your vehicle, there's nothing you can do to prevent an alternator failure. I've yeah. got a policy with mine. 
anytime I have to to change a pulley, it gets a new belt. Yeah. That's that's not- that's so that's not what a lot of people do though. A lot of people, oh, it's just a pulley, the belt looks fine. Let me just keep yeah, the but belt isn't it, on. It's a Correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously you guys know. Anytime more than I you do. untension the belt, you should replace. Yes, that's not a lot of people. That's what do I was going to say. Not a lot of not a lot of DIY guys do that. Okay. So growing up, Fair. my it, you knew my cul-de-sac. Yeah. Um, my dad was DIY. We did a lot of work in the house. JJ next door was DIY. Did a lot of work in the house, and then um, John next door to him DIY did a lot of work in the house. Nobody ever changed belts unless the belt looked bad. Which I get. I understand. Yeah, I if don't. it doesn't look bad, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, I get but, it in a pinch. Like, you're like, so a good example. I was driving my truck uh, to go see Lisa to do my taxes a while ago and tr- cruising down the highway. I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? Just And I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that's a new noise. <laughs> and all of a sudden it went away. And I was like, oh, that's convenient. 15 seconds later, all the lights came on the dash, and I had no power steering or brakes. And I was like, that's not oh, convenient. That's uh, uh, Now I know what the noise was, and my idler pulley bearing went bad while I was driving down the highway, and it locked up, which is why the noise stopped, and then it shredded the belt right off the front of the truck. Pulled off into the parking lot. I called Chris. Had Chris pick up an idler pulley and a belt, put it on, right? Like... If you can get to that ahead of time where, like, your belt's in good shape and you just need to get it home or get yeah. wherever you're going or it's a trail fix, yeah, you don't have to replace the belt. So I just, I just did my belt, and I, I'm keeping the old one as a spare. Sure. Because it wasn't yeah. it didn't look bad. Yeah. I know it was stretched because when I put the tensioner on, it was definitely in a different spot. Yeah. Well, um, for, for anyone who's wondering, that's ex- that's why. Yeah. It stretches, it stretches when you put tension yeah. on it. And you'll eventually you take tension run out off. of tension in the tensioner, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It can so. only swing so far. Um. Yeah, I mean that's so. What when you're looking at a belt? What I'm asking. Uh, this is a, a Tom or PJ question. PJ, since Tom's been answering sure. a lot of yeah. questions, what are you looking at in a belt when you're looking to re- uh, when you're looking just diagnosing or I can answer doing that a question PPI. for PJ. It, he's just gonna say replace it no matter what. No. <laughs> well, first, we're looking first, for glazing. So can we can we uneven this? wear on either side and so what, specifically gla- cracks glazing in and the shininess? Belt. Yes. So if your belt's shiny, you've got an issue because yes. it's been through a lot of heat. Yep. Anything that's been hot gets shiny. Yep. Um, that cracks. Was such a tech school answer. Yeah. Continue with <laughs> so, te- your tech school so answer. Like a, so it's like a donut. If it looks like the top of a glazed donut, eat it. <laughs> nom 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 nom. Also, but let's preface this. PJ, have you fixed your squeak with your belt system? No. Oh, okay. But that's a different story because I literally do as he replaced says, not as he does. <laughs> everything in my yes, I know. pulley system that's... except for my power steering. So there it is. So I've got a pump process at the house. of elimination. I guess <laughs> I've been through at least On three accident? different three different belts. I've replaced my alternator. I've replaced my AC compressor. Well, I was going to say because didn't the, I think the last time you've done another pulley, didn't you? Yeah, I did the idler idler pulley. I did the what else is on the? Think, think back to the diagram that you have. Yeah, I know. Drawn on the top of your yep, radiator because I'm that anal. <laughs> uh, yeah. If anyone ever wants to know what direction the belt feeds around, we can send a. We'll put up a picture of PJ's little hand drawn. Well, because mine faded away a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it comes with the vehicle when you yeah, buy it. I know. Anything, and I anything, just it's purposely just, drew it's, it on. It's there. almost everything OBD two it has just, it on there. It's just great because like every. I forget uh, about it I every time. Further back than that. Does it? 
Every or time he pops, like your, your so, Camaro would have had one new from the yeah. factory. Okay, yeah, I guess I never saw that. Sticker. Every every time he pops his hood, there it is, just little red circles and yeah. a, a little belt going around. Yeah. It helps because <laughs> there's plenty of times where I've been replaced replacing a belt, didn't look at it beforehand, and then when I'm putting the new one on, I'll go. Fuck. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised you don't have the uh, the the firing order and the cylinders drawn on there too. Nah, you can, you can that's get easy. One five three six two four. I knew you were gonna do that. That's why I said it. <laughs> with 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 a, with a belt, the other thing you want to do, other than just like a visual check, hold your is pants. You want to run it. Yeah, yeah. You want you want to run it and and check check for like weird noises. I, I would uh, squeeze even visually. If you see like in between the pulleys, if you see it bouncing up and down, like that's probably a sign that it's starting to. Well, that's how I diagnosed mine. Is my yeah. uh, uh, harmonic balancer <laughs> as I was watching it run. Say your words, PJ. <laughs> Say your words. Is there something on my face, Go father? inspect a building. <laughs> Go inspect a building. <laughs> yes, father. I shall inspect thine building. I like, how I like how he called it diagnose, too. He just sent a picture to the group and went, Oh, it's broken. <laughs> and then Brian and I sat there for 20 minutes. Well, no, yes. no, 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 no. But let's clarify this. He called me first. Because Brian well, did whatever fucking reason. Because the rest of us were working. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, hey, I need this one part. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I, so so it was a good conversation, though, because I didn't know. Like, like I talked to Brian for 20 minutes. I didn't know a harmonic balancer was something that would go bad on an XJ. Yeah. I didn't know there pieces. were two piece. Yeah. So everything I've ever worked on, it's been a one piece harmonic balancer. Like, small block Chevys, the 5.3. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never been a two piece balancer because it always had that other piece on there that did the balancing right. it always right. had the the rubber yeah the pulley itself yeah the thing solid. you know yeah that thing so, yeah so i didn't i didn't know but i found out by i i pulled it on the trailer and i ran it i just popped the hood then hit watched it with a it hammer. run i did hit it with a hammer <laughs> it wasn't running so a uh, little disclaimer please don't hit shit with hammers yeah um if you don't unless you're jeremy clarkson or me Obviously, you hit it with a hammer all you want. It just may or may not fix it <laughs> if you don't hit it in the right place. Yes. Bing, bing, bing. It's not about it's not about how hard you hit it. It's about knowing where, where to, to hit it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was running on the trailer and I realized that the the belt was walking off the idler. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? That's not right. And I'm like, I, I went through everything. I shut it. Obviously, shut it off. Checked tightness on the the balancers. Uh, not the balancers it. on the belt. Uh, fingered pulleys. the balancer. <laughs> I was gonna say, what is this? That's yeah, the, that's me. That's this is a really we, good. We all this <laughs> is one of those examples of why we shouldn't have a video for podcasting. <laughs> but no, that's, this is this is this the come hit. Yeah. If for anyone who's check, wondering, I was just check checking your the thing. With hey, my Tim, ding, Tim, just, Tim just did the uh, hand motion for the come hither, and any man. I, no, I, he's just Spider Man. Yeah, it was Spider Man. Yeah. No, that's me pulling on the, the back ma- the of the machine webbing. Pulling on the back of the pulley uh-huh. is to make sure it's not moving. Uh, just like and that. Every, yeah, everything just was <laughs> everything. Oh, it was tight, father. <laughs> uh, everything good thing was it wasn't tight, stretched, and I couldn't figure it out. Oh yeah, you got a tight belt. Our, 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 pod, our podcast uh, subject to FCC violations? <laughs> no, not no, at all. It's Thank private. Private God. listening. Have you have you God. listened? to We the will JRE? not end no. up like Elliot in the morning. We will not be on delay. <laughs> yeah, I was saying we need we need a dump button. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I I I diagnosed everything and I got to I, I couldn't figure it out. So that's why I called my friends that are smarter than I am. Trevor handed the phone to Brian because that's what I was intending to have. Because I know that there's smarter people in the room than me. Yes. <laughs> Brian wouldn't answer his phone and Tom wouldn't answer his phone. So I uh, called Trevor. We were a little busy. Yeah, I know. That's why I called Trevor. Because Trevor always answers his phone. 
since Trevor's job to answer them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he walked me through the the harmonic balancer thing. I'm like, oh, cool, that's awesome. It was pretty fun watching the two of them sit at the computer and like try to figure I, out what the well, picture was. I could, you well, said. because that, that, there's so many different four liters. No, no, there's no, so many different variations of the four liters. Well, yeah, that, and your picture was like very up close, so we were like, what? <laughs> pull is that? But the but the beauty of it, <laughs> the beauty hand. of it was. He was Tim was so quiet the majority of the time that it basically was just a conversation between me between and you and Brian <laughs> on the computer. And every once in a while, you Tim would just chime in. He'd be like, "Oh shit, they're still on the phone with Tim." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then uh, then Brian mentioned the balancer, and I'm like, I, I just laid under there and shined my flashlight up, and there was uh, a quarter inch oh. of space between the the two pieces. Yeah. So that's when I had the smart ideas. Whack it with a hammer. Fuck, we got a wheeling trip tomorrow. What's the worst that'll happen? I'll just hammer it back on. So I loosened the belt, hammered it back on. It went on. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I mean, that covers most of the mechanicals. It was a long, long way around. Spare yeah, parts. yeah. That, that Talking t- about belts. I mean, basically... Because the, the dri- it's the drive assembly. Sure. I, I, I think PJ hit it well. Like... Look for the glazing, the discoloration. Look for a cord showing. Like it's kind of like a tire where there's like th- literal thread. Yep. Like that reinforces it. So like if if you can see threading through the rubber, if it's cracked, if there's dry rot, you know, um, if there's pieces chunks missing, are a mm-hmm. big one. Um, that's all all important stuff. All right, where are we going from the belt? Spare parts. Not spare. I wouldn't go to spare parts. Yet. I would say check for so, general leaks. General leaks, yeah. So after yeah. That, that's where that's where I was going to go next is after you finish with your your fluids, all, all your, like your your basic engine stuff. You're if you're doing it in one day, the underside of your Jeep should be dry after you wash it. Jeep or vehicle should be dry. So that's when you lay under it with a flashlight mm-hmm. and see where your leaks are because you're not washing away the the oil that's stained to the well, bottom of your vehicle especially if you found that some of your fluids are low i would like that's usually an indication i would do that leak check after you run it so like wash everything cuz you, you you may right you may end up washing away a bunch of evidence of leaks wash it go out on that good drive get a general feel for what's going on and then check over everything when you have a little bit of temp in it um, cuz you know it, Again, the modern vehicles with rubber gaskets and perma seals and three bond <laughs> and all the other crap that they use now, they're not as susceptible to temp changes. But again, older vehicles like yeah. you may have an older cork gasket, older paper gasket that may cork. that may be fine when it's cold, but then mm-hmm. as soon as things heat up and expand, like now you do have a leak, and you may only have that leak when it's running. So, like, go on that drive and then get under it and look for fresh, wet spots. What color is your fluid, right? Like, oil, engine oil should be dark brown, black if it's old, you know, like, like it's going to have a darker color. Automatic transmission fluids, typically red. Um, Power steering fluid is red or clear. The modern JL electric power steering is green. That's wild. Uh, coolant is green. Well, have, the, the coolant uh, will be vehicle dependent. Coolant's going to be vehicle and manufacturer dependent. Yep. So, like the aftermarket Chrysler coolant that we use from Peak is, is an orange, but so is Dex Cool, and you should never mix Dex Cool with any other coolant. <laughs> um, so, like knowing what's in your vehicle is good. The Mopar coolant is pink. Yeah, uh, huh. Peak 
Peak makes a separate pink one for Asian vehicles. So, like, just it's know what's in your vehicle and, like, what you should look for. Um, and that goes back to opening your radiator. Yeah. You know, if if you open your radiator, regardless of what you are supposed to have. Match what's in there. Match what's in there. So, like, at some point, there are JKs that have been flushed and are running your green universal standard antifreeze that you typically see. Uh, it's not ideal, but it works, and there's no reason to really necessarily have any you, – you don't have any reason to get rid of the green if you have green, but it should be green. Like, if it's brown and murky and gross and there's shit floating in it, at some point somebody probably mixed coolants together. You need to clean that out as soon as you can. Um, do you do know, a, know what fluids are in there and know with, – With the cooling system, I don't do it because – I mean, I probably should. Do you do a fin check on your radiator? Make sure your fins are straight? You're not going to be able to on on a modern vehicle DIY because the AC condenser on a JK is as big as the radiator. You'll never see the radiator. Yeah. Um, you should make sure there's not giant bugs and mud and crap stuck in the fins. Like that. Yeah, that comes with washing it. Yeah. When you wash it, yeah. you don't, don't never pressure wash your radiator because yes. that'll bend your fins. Yeah, yeah, not straight on at least. Yeah. Like you can still – like that's a – your in between your radiators and your fins and everything is a big one for just flush it. Yeah, like stick the hose down in there for an hour, and when you, when it's coming out clear, go for another hour. Because um, that's what killed Trevor's three eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and even even the JL for Terra Overland's JL was having heat issues, and it was heat issues with the power steering. So like I kind of started there, and like I ended up taking that. All everything out of that Jeep and like wire wire brushing, power washing, brake cleaning, mm-hmm. hose, all of that with the radiators out. Like it probably would have been cheaper to replace it, but radiators weren't available at the time. Yeah. We were on a time crunch, whatever. You know, there's so many other factors involved. And it was with it. murky for Ever. hours. I mean, like it was filthy, and that thing only sees fire roads that's why yeah that's why like, a, that's lo- not a lot a of the guys that you meet that have been doing it for a long time are yeah. so anti-mud is because yep. mud will fuck up a vehicle so one oh, thing yeah. one thing i experimented with on their rig specifically um amsoil makes a product called mud slinger yep and it's they're got, more I've, marketed towards the atv yeah, i've got a can, i've got a can at home we used it yeah, on it uh, the compass fantastic um, it's basically a, tire shine it's basically a tire shine that's designed to not let things stick to it. So it's supposed to be easy to clean. What I wasn't sure was how it would do with the heat of the radiator, but I covered all of the cooling system. And it caught on fire. No. 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 <laughs> Last time I talked to Sean, he's like, it's fantastic. Yeah. Nothing sticks to it. He's like, we haven't had any overheating issues. There's still steering issues, but that's the JL aluminum yeah. steering box bullshit. Yeah. Um, so like... Like we do, we have it at the shop. I've been trying to put it on things more and more as we go. Um, but it's fantastic. Like, yeah, that's a great product. You know, if 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 you hate washing your Jeep and you love mud for your whatever mental, mental illness, yeah. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> uh, that's a good product. Like clean your Jeep, soak soak that mm-hmm. shit down. Yep, and then next time you have to clean it, it'll be a little easier to clean. Yeah. Um, and just keep reapplying it. It also smells good. It smells really good. It's kind of citrusy. Ooh, uh, tasty. So uh, like like that that's a, a a big one for your maintenance routine if you do DIY it. Like 
make your life easier, right? Well, like uh, Get, another it, thing that does that is like a good wax job does the same thing almost. Sure, but uh, you're not going to sit there and wax your axle housing. Correct, you're not. <laughs> that's what this. That, that's what like. Oh, it's designed dar- to be under dar- it, It's it's a it's an aerosol, <laughs> and they yeah, they I've say, got a can at home. Yeah, yeah, they say it's safe for everything, right? Because it's designed. For dirt bikes and things that are plastic, yeah, I, did, I didn't consider so it doesn't undercarriage use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, so that, that's what I tell people. Like, like I've given yeah. it to Travis, I've given it to Darwin. And I say, soak your inner fender, soak the suspension down, soak the axle, down, soak all that shit down, mm-hmm. because that will make your cleaning process that much easier. If the mud doesn't stick to it, then it's easier to wash it off. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, we've we've harped a lot on the cle- cleanliness of it, which is uh, the biggest part. I, I yeah. The There's the reason. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. when you take it to I mean, your local mechanic, yeah, we're biased. They're this. gonna fucking hate you. Yeah, uh, I can't <laughs> wait to have a wash. Shit. I yes, can't wait to have please. a wash bay at the shop. Oh. Like, I think, I think we could probably make more money washing people's <laughs> jeeps than we do fixing them. You think they would yell at us for putting a lift outside? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because oh. you don't own the parking lot. PJ, we can't even park outside without you getting towed. <laughs> Your car almost got towed the other day because you were parked outside. What do you think would happen in our space? N- not only, not only, <laughs> I was we- double parked, but still, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Not shut only- up. Yeah, well, where are we going to put the lift? We're going to double park the lift, <laughs> and then on top of the lift being in the parking lot, we're going to put vehicles on it and power wash them. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going to get evicted. Yeah. <laughs> so right. now, now that we're under the vehicle, looking at leaks. Uh, uh, my biggest thing, because underneath the vehicle is where you shouldn't mess with things unless you really know your rig and know what you're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, jam nuts. If mm-hmm. you have aftermarket suspension and steering, yeah, and you can move the jam nut by hand, yeah. Uh, well, an one, issue. one thing you can do, and like we're pretty good about it now that PJ's around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marking jam nuts, get a paint pen. Not to blow your ego up or anything. And mark, I've, yeah, I've been doing mark it for years. any yeah. of your suspension bolts, right? And it's it is it's common practice in most cases. Uh, mark if you do all your work yourself, mark that stuff because then you don't have to grab eighty seven wrenches and roll around on your creeper yep. and check all your torque. You can just look at it and go, oh, that mark's not lined up. That bolt is loose. And then yep. remark it once you tighten it. Correct. Again. Yeah. Clean it and remark it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean yeah. off the old marks. Um, that's to me, that's the best DIY thing you can do for yourself for the undercarriage is mark your jam nuts, mark your control arm bolts, mm-hmm. mark your shock bolts. Yeah. Cause when you have that clunk or that squeak and you can't find it, it'll be very easy to crawl <laughs> underneath and go, Oh, there's the loose bolt. There's the clunk. Yeah. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it will save you tons of headache, tons of driving, oh, keep yeah. you out of our shop. <laughs> Cause if you can find it yourself, then you're not coming back to us yeah. going, there's a clunk. I went off road and all of a sudden my Jeep doesn't work. <laughs> like, you know, it's, a lot of this stuff is very easily fixed. Yep. I mean, obviously, if you're not comfortable doing it, we're more than happy to have you come to the shop, but it will save you a headache. Like, we're busy. You know, you're going to call us and say, hey, I got a clunk. We're going to go. Uh, one of the bolts loosened up. Can you come by in three to four weeks? And then you're going to drive around with a clunk, and it's going to break <laughs> more. It's just – it, 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 there's a lot to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, and if you're if you're not local and you can't bring it by the shop, sure. There, yeah. There's also plenty of YouTube to help. Like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone jokes about YouTube certified. Yep. YouTube certified is a real real thing. Yeah, it's become yeah. It, yeah it's it has a become real a real thing. Yes. Yeah. Ten you, years ago, I would I would say it wasn't, but now there like there's a lot of legit reputable enough. What the fuck? Oh, it's your wife. My wife. No, that's his dog. Let's see, my wife or the dog. I don't know if you guys can all hear that, but they're in the walls. <laughs> I got <laughs> ants, man. There is no walls, PJ. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> the I'm Batman. I totally lost my train of thought. ADD is a bitch. I Jesus there's Christ. there's a lot more certified like, oh, legit certified. people yeah, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, there, there's a lot that of can actually teach very you. good information, very good videos out there. And the nice thing is, there's enough of them that they are starting to bury. The, the bullshit. The shade tree well, guy. The guy on YouTube going, you don't need to replace your belt only gets 200 views yeah. when the actual yeah. good video, the good mechanic is going, no, this is how you should do it. His videos are blowing up to well, the Well, not, not only that, but you're, you'll find a lot more of the same video over and over, like of all sure. the guys saying the same thing yeah. that will reinforce like, okay, this is common yep. practice. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good indication. It's a good thing to do. If there are yeah. multiple reputable pages saying the same thing yep you can pretty safely work with that. yeah and as yep. as me being the shade tree mechanic in the group that's where i go to yeah. is it if, if i can't find the answer there i call you guys <sighs> as yeah and then i get on youtube and look yeah up, exactly yeah the yes. one thing shops don't ever want to tell you is they're on youtube all, all the, time. the time and it's and it's not it's not because we don't know or can't know it's it's just easier. It's, reinfor- it's yeah. also reinforcing your knowledge. If you sure, if you're like, I got a question. I think this is the answer. Well, yeah, not, I reinforce your knowledge. Not only and, that, but someone also yeah. has found a faster way to do it. Yeah. And yeah. so instead of being like, oh yeah, this is going to be a three hour process. This yeah. guy's going, hey, if you just get six extensions, you can do this in fifteen minutes. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. <laughs> like, I, mean, I can't tell you how many times I flipped through an instruction booklet and I'm like. I still don't what? know. I'm not, uh, the 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 hidden winch bumper for the Bronco. From oh Rock yeah, Country. yeah, yeah. And I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. And I Google YouTube, it, <laughs> YouTube video, three dudes in the garage putting it together, and they literally go, "Hmm, this is weird. This isn't in the instructions. I think they missed this step, but this is what we did." And I go, "Well, that just saved me four hours of figuring that yeah. out." Yeah. Like, Doing a job and you hit a wall somewhere and yeah. you're like, I can't figure out how to get this done. Yes. And you go look on YouTube. The and beauty somebody of else someone else, else wasting their time right. so that you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, Did I miss something? Nope. Nope. This is what and they're doing. Me. And oh, there it is. That's what I need yeah. to do. As a customer, you'll be thankful when you don't have the additional four hours of diag time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or we're calling you going, hey, we know we said it would be done at four o'clock today. It's going to be four o'clock tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I dismantled the entire front end to figure out why this bracket doesn't fit. Yep. Only to find out that, oh, I could have saved myself by removing this one clip. Yep. Like, And that's mm-hmm. YouTube is the one that tells me remove that clip and save yourself an entire day of tearing it down. Yep. The more uh, you know. Yeah. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Maybe, <laughs> we should, maybe we should make YouTube videos. Oh, oh. there it is. We'd have to not be in your basement to do that. Yeah, yeah. If we can just go out in my garage and do it. Yeah, but you can't even figure okay, out why go. your motor's busted. Yeah. I can. I'm YouTube just, will tell him. I just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I, I know why it's busted. I just don't want to take it apart. Um, there's a difference. I, I know. So we can, we can't make the video unless comment you're below to take it with apart. your theories. <laughs> yeah, you just make the video of you taking it apart and just saying bullshit as you take it apart. I know why Tom's motor doesn't work. Because he wants to motor swap it. I don't, though. I really don't. <laughs> but I also don't want to fix it. Like, I'm really at that point. <laughs> Do it. I'm like, my ADD is like, just move on to the next project, and that's the truck. No, Solid don't. Axle please, swap the truck. Please don't do that. Air ride. Is that guy camper? I want to get one of those, uh, the old school visors and like, oh, integrate, those are dope. A, and integrate a light bar mm. into, the, into the visor. Please don't yeah. give up on the YJ. You finally have a unique. Oh, no, no, not giving up on it. Just moving on to the next one. For next, you, the next YJ. up on it. Uh-uh. You're uh, 80. No, I'll go back to it eventually. When? When you're 50? <laughs> so ne- next step. As long as I go back to it at some point, I didn't give up on it. <laughs> ne- next step for me after Jam Nuts is drive shafts. 
I so being being shade you're, tree sketchy mechanic. You're is, probably getting into the weeds on well, that. So one. no, this is what I do: is if I can shake it and it doesn't move, it's good to go. Where I'm going to disagree with you on Check. that is <laughs> the JK joints have a little bit of natural play in them. So if they're it, not double card and they're not U joint, they're not as solid and like pieces of shit. Yeah. They so, are they are garbage. So but. so if you're not using the the what's the the name for the joint? It's like double a card. Double card. No, it's a it's a Zeppa joint. Zeppa joint. If you're not using a Zeppa joint Zed. and you can shake your right. U joint drive shaft and it moves. But this is why I say you're issue. getting into the weeds cuz now <laughs> <laughs> like now 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 you have to understand what a zeppa joint is versus double card and then you're also getting into center support bearings on some of the gladiators that have two-piece drive shafts like yeah ac yeah See, I, i've lost so the, what you're telling I've me is we need to have adams market. on this podcast <laughs> yeah, to yeah, explain really, drive really shafts. What it could, oh that would be actually a lot of fun yeah when we go to see a hey Adams, next year. hey yeah. Steven, um, just go ahead and fly out to Virginia because yeah. we came oh. to see you guys last time. Well, they so. have the green screen; they can record it. Yeah, it'll be like we're there. Anyways, <laughs> just us floating <laughs> in the background, yeah. just our heads. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I just I think from a, a general non mechanic Jeep owner, don't fuck with the under. Like not even Jeep. not even like a DIY oil changer or brake job guy, like. There are plenty of people who can do brake jobs and oil changes yeah. that I think we're now getting above. Yeah. Um, at least from an informational standpoint, because like there's just there's so many variables with that, and then the tolerance of what is right and what is wrong and what is good, what is bad, is difficult. Um, I think what's left and what's right to go with to go on that drive shaft point. If you have Zerk fittings, left grease them, grease them. <laughs> so a lot of control arms, your steering ends, your drive shaft joints, a lot of that stuff will have grease points. Get yourself a cheap grease gun. Get some good it's grease. Tuesday. And again, to go with the fluids, make sure you're using the right grease. Like yeah. there are different mm. grades of grease. I do. I grease my um, Zerk fittings after every trip. Greasy. With what grease though? Just the red stuff. The universal red stuff. Oh, thanks, Tim. Appreciate well, it. Oh, so no, you're going behind McDonald's and asking them for their grease trap. Give me your red stuff. <laughs> Give me your red stuff. Uh, it, I know it's, I I know it's wheel brand grease. Well, it's, 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 it's general purpose. It's, it's so, a Chrysler so there's, general there's purpose two, red grease. There's, there's two factors with that. One, that grease is probably too thick for most of your joints. So, like, I've, uh, you have Johnny joints on your cab fab yeah. stuff. So I, I, I don't know Johnny joint off the to top of my head. I had to look it up. But like Rock Crawler recommends a zero or a one grade grease, which most of the red stuff is a two. So that like if you don't use the right, what if she's a ten? That's really thick. Mm. She's so <laughs> thick. Yeah, four C's and a Q <laughs> for good measure. Thick. thick. <laughs> you said a Q. Wow. Ah, wow. Wow. That's going to be a real small percentage Ooh. joke. Wow. That's a deep dive, boys. If you, wow. if you get that joke, comment below on whatever platform allows you to comment below. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Brother. <laughs> just, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> just fucking reach to the bottom of the bag yeah. for that one. Um, the <laughs> Jesus Christ. So make sure you're using the right grease. Um, we stock everything in the shop. Like all the grease guns in the shop are one. They're, they're the Amsoil um, off-road grease, which I know sounds expensive. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> I missed that. What just happened? 
They're having a side conversation. Oh, sorry. A little side quest going on over here. Uh, I already have too many side quests. The uh, the one is good because it puts the creases on the on the Jerenza dice. Yes. Precious. Uh, know what grease you need. Yeah, know what grease you, know what grease you need. Um, and I, I, I would recommend personally, if if, if you're not going to splurge on the Amsoil off-road grease, get something waterproof. So like the marine grease is really good um, just because off-road you'll go through a puddle and it will rinse that shit right yeah. out of your, your hymes and everything Or else. if you're just washing your car. Yeah, for my Himes, yeah. I use white lithium grease. I yeah. know if it's not advised or not. Uh, that's what I, I use. It's just honestly, like that's regular. what most of them say to use. The problem, the problem with Himes is like they're not sealed. They're so so the, no matter would, what you put in it, it comes off. Yeah, never, never for daily use yeah. for trail well, use uh, only. Zaz, speaking of white lithium grease, if you're a JK or JL owner taking your doors on and off, that's a good just one. Yeah, spray a little white yeah. lithium before yeah. you put them back in, so yeah. that way you don't end or up caliper those. grease. If yeah, you're yeah. fancy. Yeah, that way that you, your around. doors don't get stuck over the winter. Um, yeah. Speaking of caliper off. grease, what at what point do you change brake pads on a trail rig? If it's not seeing a lot of miles when, when they're, they're glazed, just making yeah. noise, glazed, you feel squishy. Are, are pedals. you sticking with the the Virginia State Inspection two yeah. millimeter yeah. rule? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean you're you're not going to have problems with old brake pads. Well, you may get noise, you may get grooving. And like at some point, you may want to change them just so you don't have to listen to. Yeah, like my brakes all the way down the trail. <laughs> uh, miserable. Yeah, I, and with but the, that like like for me, I'm I'm with you on the fluid thing. Like, if you trail ride a lot, oil. No matter, I don't care what oil you use or how many miles you do, oil and diff fluid every year. Um, you know, if if you're if you do 500 miles of nothing but trails. And you park that thing in November, and you're unparking it in March. You're putting new oil and new diff fluid in it every March. Yeah, I'm a fan uh, of having both the mileage and a date attached yeah. to your oil yeah. change reminder. Yeah. Yep. So if I'm doing it annually, yeah. I'm also doing an air filter, yep. and I write the mileage and date on sure. the air filter. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think from an interval standpoint, if you don't daily drive it, go by date. Yep. If you or number of trips. Yeah. Like, because you could you could say every year, but maybe, maybe one, one year is year, busier, yeah. and you go out five six times in the summer. Like, and you normally go out five six times a year. You know, you may want to do mm-hmm. a mid season oil change. Um, so what's what's the takeaway for like three points for annual um, annual annual check main, preseason check wash wash it change your oil change your diff fluid. Change your diff fluid. Torque and grease all of your suspension and moving parts. You're good with numbers. What do you mean? Well, you're the one who put wa- a limit wa- on it. So, so the three basic things is a wash. Oh, check you your three. check your fluids. Torque and check. Torque check. Torque check. Yep. You have to do it. Yeah. And in your Mar- torque check, like, make sure you grease it because, like, honestly, I I think the biggest the biggest thing we see in like a parts failure on a Jeep is no grease is not greasing joints, like. People spend a ton of money on a high-end suspension or high-end steering, yep. and they go, this is heavy-duty, and they never touch yeah, it just, again. Just because it's heavy-duty doesn't mean it doesn't need to get serviced. But it probably f- needs to get serviced more if it's heavy-duty. I heavy was going to say, usually the heavier-duty it is, the more maintenance is required. Mm-hmm. And if you do that maintenance, it will last longer than any maintenance-free part. Yep. Like, there, there's definitely a... like. 
when we when we spec things out for a customer, that's why we always ask, what are you going to do with it? If you want to wheel the shit out of it, I'm going to say, here's the heaviest duty parts. We'll see you every month for, <laughs> for maintenance. Yeah. And if you go, ah, I want to go out every once in a while and it's my daily driver and I take it to work every morning, here's maintenance-free bushings that you can replace in five years. Because um, it's, it's not worth replacing the expensive parts every two years mm-hmm. if you don't maintain it. Yep. Uh, you have to maintain that heavy duty stuff, and there's no such thing as heavy duty maintenance free. Like, there's no such thing as maintenance free. Period. True, but like, so you know, there's a lot of brands that don't have serviceable joints, right? Rock crawler's crawler joint is rebuildable. It's greasable. It's serviceable. Um, the Clayton uh, Clayton uses Johnny joints for their heavy duty serviceable joints, but then like their Overland Plus. They use their gyro joint, they call it, and it's supposed to be a maintenance-free bushing. Basically, it's a super flexy rubber bushing. That's not – there's no maintenance. There's no greasing. There's no rebuilding it. There's replacing it, but there's no rebuilding it. Yeah, when it wears out, it's done. Right. Metal cloak, same thing. It's it's a rubber bushing, and they wear out. And the harder you use it, the quicker it will wear out, and you have no course of action to fix that. You know, if you if you use the heavy duty part and you grease it and you maintain it, you will outlast any maintenance free joint out there. It's just, yeah, it, it's, and it's and it, you were talking a ten dollar tool and a ten dollar tube of grease that you refill and you've, six mo- every six months, uh, less no. than that. No, that's the joints are so low tolerance that like you're talking two or three pumps of grease per joint. It's all so, that's all PJ is good for. Two or three pumps. Two or three pumps. So like you're you're. Three ounce tube of grease is probably going to get you four or five years yeah. to grease your control arms and steering and your drive shaft and like in your golden, especially if you're using the waterproof shit, because then the old stuff that's in there is still there. Yep. You know, if you, you just run, push, if, pushing the old stuff out, if, right. if it's that type of joint. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it is as simple as like every oil change, go in there, two or three pumps per Zerk fitting and go about your day. So and, and for me, these these rules apply to these nuts. my trailer. My tr- and my truck because my trailer and truck get used when my my jeep does yeah yeah i think in your case that works um i think for the- so my trail actually get used gets used more often but yeah yeah it's, big- it's the same rule is yeah. is a full go through once yeah. a year yeah so well and, and i think i think one of the reasons it gets overlooked for people to do this is like it seems like a lot of work um that but also like like in virginia we have an annual safety inspection that in theory is supposed to catch all that. Do this, right? Like, yes, with, but to to the counterpoint of that is with a lot of these older vehicles coming into classic tags, no longer required. Sure. So this is falling back onto the owner. I was even go as far as when you start modifying things, the inspector isn't necessarily trained to say, "Oh, this this Heim joint is worn out." Right? Yeah. They're going, "Yeah, that looks they pretty stick solid." To the basics. Well, so the inspector. I grew up working with when I was in NTB. Yeah. He was convinced that Heim joints were illegal. They're not. They're not. No. The, the the inspectors just don't know what to look for. Right. So if if like obviously you know your state rules and state laws. Yeah. But but know your the, rig. Know your rig because yeah. the people if you don't take it to a dedicated four by four shop they've got no idea what they're looking at. Right. No clue. Right. Absolutely. No yeah. Clue. When you go to Jiffy Lube for that oil change on your Jeep, they're not greasing your joints. Right, yeah, you know, and, and I can guarantee you, well, the NTB isn't either. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's any, that's any general I purpose. I don't yeah. care. Fast I don't lube. care what their 
point courtesy inspection <laughs> is. I've gone to Jiffy Lube where they're supposed to clean your windows, vacuum your interior, top off all your fluids, change your oil for 499. And they didn't put the oil back. And in. they don't even put the oil in. <laughs> and they strip out your fucking drain plug. Yeah. Like like they don't and they don't fill the 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 washer reservoir. They don't clean the interior. They don't wash your windows. And Thank you to our sponsor this week, Jeffy Loop. <laughs> I'm joking. No. <laughs> Never. Never. I've 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 had to um unfuck too many drain plugs from, oh my yeah. God. from Iffy Lube. That's a good that one. and filters too. Oh, that that's those a, put that on the t shirt list. Iffy yeah. Lube. Iffy Lube. That's those motherfuckers one. love to just I don't oh, know hold, what they're using the, on the filters. Yeah. It's they may as well be using an impact because you try and get that thing off. And it won't budge. Or maybe, or maybe it's like when the last oil change Trevor tried to do, and he had the gun on forward instead of reverse. That was just for the drain plug. You're using an impact gun on a drain plug? Well, no, he goes, no. it's stuck. And I was like, oh, really? Because you were tightening it. <laughs> the old lefty tighty. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, the best was it's reverse thread. Tom and I both it'll become, working on something It'll become reverse, yeah. reverse thread eventually. Yep. And we both at the same time turned and looked at each other like, what is he doing? Because you said it was it was mini Uggs. It was my three ace impact, oh, and we're like, why? The, like, we, we knew he was doing an old change, in- but when we heard the that three that three eights will take off lug nuts, though. It will. I don't know why I was like, what the fuck you mean? It's not taking off the drain plug. And then Trevor goes inside to see if we have a new drain plug because I'm expecting this thing to like rip off or break or strip. And I get under there and I go, bah. Click. <laughs> it didn't even hammer it to take it off. As soon as I switched it to reverse, it just spun it right off. <laughs> All right, guys. It was a long day. Well, th- thanks for listening to another week of us ramble. Yeah. Um, um, three points. Wash your shit. Maintain. Just maintain your shit. Ma- maintain. That's one point. Wash your yeah. shit. Shake your oils yeah. and check your torque. Shake, shake your oils. Shake your oils. Yeah. Shake your oil- oils. Father. Only if it's mixed shake with vinegar. Shake your oils. Uh, check and, it. And, and if you're local and like have questions about this stuff, like we're happy to talk and answer and 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 help you. And like if you are a customer and we've built your Jeep and you have questions about what you should be doing if you're not bringing it back to us, like just just let us yeah. know. Because yeah. uh, it only it only saves us time and effort and headaches if you maintain your stuff and we don't have to. Which saves uh, you money. Yeah, it saves you money, and we're not the bad guys going, hey, that expensive lift kit we sold you is trash. And yeah. don't ever use rebuildable ball joints. Well, that's not true. Trevor, order the parts. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> Check us out on, on social media. And, uh, and and avoid all the iffy lubes. Yes, that's going to, that, yeah. that's going to be my new thing, iffy lube. Iffy lube. Um, <laughs> I've got the Mako Mistako and iffy lube. Mako Mistako, yeah, Mako Mistako is a I can't take credit for that. Thing. I didn't come up with yeah, it. That, that's been around for a while. That's, yeah. yeah, that's that's a niche paint thing. Yeah, but yeah, the iffy lube. Iffy lube's a good one. Iffy lube. That's good. Check <laughs> us out on social media. At Buy the, our shit. At the Dirt Drive. Um, we need to update our store. We will be doing that soon, hopefully. Yes. Um, uh, YouTube, Dirt Nerds Off-Road, The Shop, Dirt Nerds Motors, everywhere for all of them. The Thanks, Carrie. Um, Where's she moving up there? Shout out to Carrie for moving the whole house around, re- <laughs> reorganizing the living room. Yeah. Tom Duck. She's nesting. F- future Tom Duck. She is nesting. She's nesting. She is um, nesting. And that's it for this weekend, guys. We will see you guys next week. Deuces. Are you enjoying this podcast? Do you want more ridiculousness from the Dirt Nerds? Check out DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. 
that will link to all of our social media as well as our YouTube page. And you can pick up some sweet merch to help support the podcast and other adventures.